Welcome to Not Just Pretty Pictures. I'm Eric Rutherford. Today, we will be chatting with Ryan K. Russell about the story he wrote for us titled The Grief of Men, where he talks about men and their emotions, dealing with grief, and growing up as a young black man in Texas. If you haven't yet heard the reading in the last episode, I would suggest listening to it because not only do we talk about it in this conversation, but he's also a brilliant writer. Hello, my friend. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm pretty good. How are you? Welcome to Not Just Pretty Pictures. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I'm doing well. <laughs> good. Thank you. I'm glad you're well. You know what? I am thrilled that uh, you're here, and I'm thrilled when I reached out to you that you said yes, that you wanted to be a part of this, because I, you know, as I've talked to you before, I think your story, uh, so many of your stories and your journey, everyone should hear. You know, and I and I know you believe in the power of storytelling. And two, I wanted everyone to know you are you are a fantastic writer. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. The way you know, because I know. Listen, I know your poetry, and I know you've written everything like that. But when everyone here in the studio, when we got your piece and read it, mm. it resonated so deeply with us. That was kind of that was the bar that we were kind of measuring everyone else's against and again the wonderful thing is everyone has met that bar but really just russ you know first off i want to say you know when i sent this to you and and kind of talked about some of the themes you know about survive and thrive and and or otherness or you know or something that certainly that you wanted to share when you decided to sit down and write how did you decide that this is what you wanted to talk about oh my god that's always a process i feel like i've been you know, in the space of, of not sharing and of withholding and of hiding and of secrecy for so long that now that I am out, now that I have self-love, now that I realize the power of storytelling and of really allowing other people to see themselves in you and in what you've been through, I feel like I just can't shut up. I feel like I got so much to say about everything, <laughs> literally about everything. I'm like ready to fight every fight. Um, mm. But when I sat down and I, I looked at all the topics and then I, I looked back across my life, what really spoke the most to me that I haven't shared on was really just something so simple and so, so basic, but really just men and their emotions, specifically for me, grief. Because growing up for me in Texas, like emotions for men, especially young black men, is something that is hardly talked about, hardly cultivated, and really um, you do everything to repress it. I mean, really manhood, the way that it was taught to me is all about protecting your manhood. And to do that, mm. um, you need to ward off emotions. And grief is a big one. Like I there's we're all going to sadly go through it. We're all going to lose people. But it's something that one people still don't talk about Two, men are completely unequipped and now in today's society to handle it. And three, um, something that yeah, it hurts when you share it. But it also allows people to be there for you and it allows people to be seen and it allows people to also comfort you in a way and let you know that you are going to get through this mm. and that life. So true. Yeah. Life is beautiful because it is finite in a sense. When you were growing up, you know, you talked about having these two male figures in your life or actually not in your life, you know, as we talked about in the story. So where along the lines, you know, I know that you have such a um, strong bond with your mother and just and the women around you. So how did you find your sense of 
self, you know, your, your sense of whether manhood or masculinity to be able to then share emotions or be open about it. Cause I certainly know it's a process, but where in your early childhood, did you see examples of God, this is, this is what I'd like to be like. Cause I certainly know you talked about yeah. examples of what you didn't want to be like. Yeah. There were plenty of those examples. I mean, like I said, just having limited relationships with male role models, I had coaches and I had players and I had mentors in that sense, but all of that was geared towards football, which is also very much geared towards um, masculinity and towards kind of this tough, macho, alpha male persona, which is all fine for the game. But, you know, when you take the helmet off and you walk off that field, you need to be a human. You need to be a human being. Mm. So, I mean, there there weren't a lot of options for me that were being given to me. And I think the thing that young people are super great about today that necessarily we either weren't good at or didn't have before is finding those sources and finding those role models. I mean, just with social media, with the internet, and just really yes. with how tech savvy um, all the kids are nowadays, even Gen Z and everyone. Right. Um, but for me, for me, it was books. It was like James Baldwin. And it was like figures like that. And it was like men who wrote and allowed themselves to really question things and explore things further than just like, men don't do this. Boys don't cry. You know, men don't do A, B, and C but really like to look at something from all different angles and whichever angle resonates with you, you know, that's kind of the path you go down. I love that you brought up books because to me, I was the same thing. I found examples of certainly life. I also found ways to escape my life yeah. through books, you know, and I, and they've always held this, this incredible power and obviously the written word to discover a different way of thinking, you know, or you know, a different way to actually see yourself, right? You could, you see someone, that maybe not, you will never cross paths with that person. No. And yet you will find a commonality or a bond connection through their words. And I love you talking about James Baldwin. You know, it's for me, it's I too found solace in the backseat of my parents' car, you know, hiding in a book or mm -hmm. certainly even as I got older. And that's one of the things too that kind of inspired us to want to do or create not just pretty pictures because, you know, certainly through the pandemic and you and I have talked about this, you know, we're alone. Yeah. And the only way at, for months at a time we were able to connect with people on the outside was through social media and seeing what the words that they shared or the, or something that they refer to. And for me, you are one of those people, mm. you know, your uplifting attitude, your, your striving to constantly be the best version of yourself and opening yourself up in such a vulnerable way that I think you know, I, I found so powerful and redefining as what it is to be a man, right? Mm -hmm. Because here you are, football playing, handsome, good looking, smart, black man, imposing <laughs> energy, talent. You're here. You have this presence, right? Mm -hmm. And you also have this open heartedness use of words and sharing your emotions with. And to me, I wish, and it's part of the reason I wanted your story to be a part of this. I wish more people could connect to that in themselves because I think we all have that, that ability to share a story, right? Definitely. Definitely. And we all have a story that's worth sharing and worth telling. Yes. I think the thing that I run into people now is they feel like their story is either not unique or not different enough, or they don't know how to tell it. And I tell them, I was like, the best medium for you to communicate will come, but it'll only come when you start trying to communicate. You know, have you ever try to say something you're like, oh, I can't think of that word, but you keep going and then eventually it comes back to you. If you don't keep going, if you don't keep going down that road, the word will never come. If you just give up and you're like, okay, forget everything that I'm saying, just throw it all away. The words never come. So I tell people the best way to start sharing is to start 
small and it's okay to start scared. I'm scared still to this day. Every time I share, I'm scared when are you photos, wait oh, are yeah. you really oh yeah that's how but that's how i know that i'm doing it right like if mm. something doesn't scare you or if something doesn't challenge you then i feel like you're not i feel like i'm not growing like even in the like same with working out like if, as a football player it's like if i'm lifting weights and i leave the, the weight room completely fine barely sweating you know not sore i don't feel like i did anything so it's like when you're really sharing part of your life and there's like a moment of hesitation, like, oh, do I hit post? Or like, do I do I go and do this? That to me, that reaffirms that, okay, I'm doing something right. And I've grown so much more in these past just two years from coming out that I have in my whole life, really. And it sucks that COVID happened for multiple reasons that are way more important than than my own personal things. But I I have a growing desire to share my growth and share my story and also to hear other people's stories and to celebrate other people and champion other people's causes from your words to this 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 <laughs> podcast that is the whole reason i wanted to because i too it's listen i i believe we find strength in in others right and when we have lost hope or faith in ourselves you know and, and we're struggling to find our way in this world you know and and for me you know your coming out story impacted me, even though I've been out for many, many, many years. Um, <laughs> but it's still, it was the truth, you know, it was you and the power of stepping into that. What would you say to someone? And it, again, it does not even necessarily about coming out, but stepping into your truth. And um, what would you say or encourage them to do? I know you said start small, Yeah. you know, what would you do to, to tell their story or to share, you know, would you, because I, I believe you could storytelling, you can be a painter, you can be a dancer, you can sing oh, yeah. or whatever it might be. What would you, how would you encourage people to start? Oh my God, literally any way that you feel comfortable, any way that you feel both protected, but seen. I know someone who posts like poems and short form content on Instagram anonymously. Like they have a pen name and they do that. And you know, they were like, eventually I do want everyone to know who I am. Like I, like I just see all of the, the positive response that I'm getting. I see all the encouragement. It was like, you know, before when I started, I would never have put my name on it. But now he's like, I I want all that for me. I want to claim that. You know, I want it to be mm. mine because because it is. And there are so many forms of expression, so many forms of storytelling. And also, it doesn't have to be on a huge platform. It doesn't have to be something, you know, I'm going to make this so everyone can see. Even if you just, whether it be like writing a, a love note to, to a loved one, whether it be like painting someone for, for a parent or a cousin or a relative or doing something or yelling anonymously into the void whatever you need to do you can do it and there's no right or wrong way to share or tell your story mm. there might be a better communicative way or a better medium that works for you but there's no right or wrong way and if you try it and it doesn't resonate you're like oh that wasn't quite right just know you're one step closer to that truth you're one step closer to your full high self and you're one step closer to happiness the true happiness and self-love that you deserve because i mean for those of us, how I was most of my life living in the shadows and shrouded by secret and fear and hesitation and trying to put a pros and cons list on self-love and self-worth and visibility, the only pro that you need is happiness and joy and self-love. Like, that's it. Like, how you do it, how it's received, when you do all that doesn't matter. It's just that you do it and that you reach the happiness that we all truly deserve. Well, I'm just, I, if I could right now, I would stand up and I would cheer because you've said, you just said that so beautifully. I, I, I think people, if you're already writing, 
you can take from the words that you said, encouragement. And if you're you're struggling to express yourself, you're going to find through what you just shared a way to begin. Because I love that. Even just writing a note, right? Yeah. And it could be a note, it's a text or whatever it might be. But it's about sharing your story to allow yourself to step into that. And also too, I, you know, I believe that we share our stories to help others. We share our stories to help ourselves heal, but as well as other people heal and Definitely. heal. And, and, you know, I wanted this platform to certainly be a safe space and a place where people could come anonymously if they wanted, mm -hmm. but also to be visible, to be visible and know that they are welcome and that all stories are welcome. And so Russ, my friend, you are always welcome here. Oh, thank you, you and any other story that you ever want to share in this space, I will glad we will all <laughs> gladly welcome it because one, I adore you. And two, I think you are magic with words. So I just want to say thank you again for sharing your story and for sharing this the story behind the story. <laughs> of course. Thank you. And I appreciate your kind words. I adore you so much. And I might make you regret it because I'm going to be back. Like I said, I got a lot to say. <laughs> I know you do. You know, every, okay, so everyone heard it. Everyone heard it. Be ready. for There's another story coming from Russ. All right. I love you, my friend, and have a fantastic day. I love you, too. You do the same. Not Just Pretty Pictures is hosted by me, Eric Rutherford, produced by Courtney and Phineas of Stereotype Studio, supported by you, the listener. A big thank you to our friends who shared their stories with us. If you want to support the show, please subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next time.